I'm Aria Schwartz along with Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. The Phoenix Mercury. What's their roster situation, and what situations are they facing in this free agency period? Let's dive in. like our show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com backslash windsider for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at windsider.com looking to get tickets for the upcoming WNBA season look no further than tickpick.com tickpick has a great variety of WNBA tickets from the cheap seats to the front row so you can see it all and they have a money back guarantee with no fees for your WNBA tickets Use the link www.tickpick.com backslash windsider for all your upcoming ticket purchases. The Phoenix Mercury, one of the headline teams, you could say, of this uh, WNBA offseason, mostly because they don't have a head coach. Um, it, the, the funny thing is they don't have a head coach. They have a GM. Las Vegas Aces have a head coach, don't have a GM. Um, they're an interesting, interesting situation. And this was going to be a shorter episode because they're an interesting situation. That's very different from some of the other ones. Let's run down their roster and we'll talk and we'll dive into this um, and and kind of explain why I find it interesting. And a lot of people might say, this is a lame one. Um, Let's get into it. Current roster. Diana Taurasi, Skylar Diggins-Smith, Brittany Griner, Bria Hartley, Kia Vaughn, Shea Petty on a training camp contract, contract, and Brianna Turner. Also, um, and then you look at, you know, the rest of their former roster, unrestricted free agents, Sophie Cunningham, Alana Smith and Kian Nurse. So the reason it's so interesting is because they're in the same situation they were going into last year of and honestly, the same situation they've been in for the past five years. You know, Diana Taurasi's coming the edge, edge, edge of her career. How can we put all the chips in? How can we make a push to the finals and win it all? Well, they made a push to the finals and then they just ran out of steam. And we've seen that happen, honestly, over the past few years in the W where the team that lost in the finals had a crazy playoffs and just, you know, sputtered out of control in the finals. They have 317K in cap space. Um, but that's misleading because really that's 72K less due to Shea Petty's training camp contract. Now, I saw a lot of news out there, a lot of people on social media um, talking about how disrespectful it was that Shea Petty signed this contract or that they offered her this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we blah, need blah. to set that record straight for everybody. Let's set the record straight. She signed a training camp contract, which is a team-friendly deal, yes. But the reason she did that is because now they have 317 in cap space, which allows them enough space to sign a Kia nurse, to sign another free agent, or to at least make offers to other free agents because that 72K training camp contracts do not hit the books until they're official contracts. And by official, I mean seasoned contracts, not just training camp. So doing this is a vet savvy move by the GM, by Pittman, to say, hey, Shea, we're committed to you. 
this I understand people are going to say, but it's still the minimum, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. They signed Shea Petty to anything more. You're not talking about bringing back Kia Nurse. You're not talking about possibly adding one more player. And they have to have 10 people on the roster. And most likely, they're going to be playing a 10-person roster this season, mm-hmm. maybe 11 at best, um, just based off of the numbers. Like, let me run down it. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players after they sign Kia Nurse, right? So that's just a tricky situation where they're going to have to sign on two more players at a ridiculously low number. And this is why it gets so interesting because, like, someone like a Kia Vaughn who's making 110, that's not an outrageous contract, but they might have to, you know, try and convince her to get cut and then bring her back sure. or to re, you know, readjust that contract so it's a little bit more to make space. Because again, assuming that they're able to bring back Nurse, they still need to bring back or not bring back, but they still need to bring in two other players yeah. at a minimum. And let's just run down the numbers. Rachel and I were just doing this, right? So they have 317. You minus 72 out of that 317 for Shea Petty's contract. You're down to 245. Let's assume Akia Nurse is getting somewhere between 125 and 150. Um, So you're going to minus, let's say, 140 from that. And you're talking about 105 to sign two players. That's not even enough money to sign two players. So that's where this whole situation, and maybe I'm reading the numbers wrong. Maybe I'm confused about something. But that's where it gets so interesting of, this is going to be a situation, essentially, of having your four players who are making right at that 200K mark and north of it. Yeah. Those are the protected four. And then everybody else basically making the league minimum. Yeah. it's We, we talked about depth in the playoffs last year and how much this team can be hindered with injury, whether Tarazi's playing at full strength or whether Kia Nurse is healthy. Uh, Bria Hartley, I mean, that's you know, that's got to be great to get her back. Shea Petty's been phenomenal and consistent and had an opportunity, but this having Turner at 72 is ridiculous, by the way, they're so lucky for that. 100%. But yeah, like this is, this is a tough situation. And here we are, you know, in the middle of negotiations and talks and conversations. And obviously, you know, they have a GM, so they can be doing that at this point but without a coach it's difficult as well I mean you have to think that the direction of where this is going combined with the coach you you find a way to keep the core together and put enough pieces around where you hope that maybe you try to find some depth I, depth I mean I just it's gonna be really tough one I have questions around Kia Nurse and her health is she gonna be able to play this year I've heard conflicting reports I don't know that for sure um, and then Sophie Cunningham I mean you've got to find a way to bring her back but you know, the way she played in the finals last year. And I think she really solidified herself in this league. And I could see a team coming at her with a pretty decent deal that Phoenix can't, can't compete with. So this is Sophie Cunningham is one of those players, Rachel, sorry to cut you off that like, there's so many teams that could, and I know there's a lot of people out there who are not Sophie Cunningham fans, right? She's like a coin. It's either heads or tails, either lover or hater. I find myself as that. I'm not going to lie. I love that type of player. I love a player who's going to talk a little smack, who's not going to back down, who, you know, is going to do her thing. I I respect players like that. And I think, honestly, in the W, very often players are encouraged to not be like that. Um, And I think it's it's good. But she brings – you talk about this, Rachel. She brings that – you you explain it better than me. What does she bring to a team? 
Sophie Cunningham's the type of player that you either love her or you hate her. And it's been that way since she was in college. <laughs> I mean, she has enemies upon enemies. But when she's on your team and she does what she does and you want her on your team, right? And she has an edge to her. She has a chip on her shoulder. She has that, pardon my French, but like bitch in her, if you will, you know? And and that's not always super easy to find. And yeah, that can rub people wrong. Uh, but she has kind of a cold-blooded aspect as she's continued to find her footing in the WNBA to be able to come in and knock down some shots, to be able to put come in. And you know, what was that game in the final? She went off and had like, was it 20 she had like something? 29 30 yeah, or like something 30 or something i mean you know that that's a huge bit of confidence and she's now hitting her stride in this league and i think it's it's only going to continue so i mean that's that's an upcoming player in the league that if you're looking at phoenix post terrazi era she's a she's a part of your identity because terrazi has that well, she has that Tara- yeah right she has that terrazi edge i mean we rachel we i don't know if you remember we had her on the show um in her rookie season where she had gotten a couple texts and we were asking her about that. And she kind of laughed and mentioned that Tarasi had told her, do you, you be you, I'll pay your, your fines. <laughs> and which I thought was like the perfect mentee mentor yeah. moment for a Sophie Cunningham and a Diana Tarasi. Like that is like a storybook situation, but I agree. She's that type of player who like, you were just kind of waiting for her to have like one or two big games in a big spotlight to build that confidence Mm -hmm. and be that girl. I mean, she is a player who's, she's not the most athletic, but as she says, she's farm strong or something like that. Like she can bring a lot to a lot of teams. Yeah. 100%. And you know, it's infectious too amongst teams. And uh, that's kind of been this identity for Phoenix for a while when they're, when they're clicking on that, that edge cylinder, if you will. And if you're looking at this roster and you're thinking, all right, well, what do we do? Who can we move if it comes down to it to make this work? Kievon? I mean, who else? Who else could you possibly look to to go away from? I don't, I mean, Bria Hartley, she's at around 196, which is a great contract for her. Uh, but, you know, in order to who's open paying, up. Who's going to pay her that, right? Right. I mean, in order to open up some space, like it, it has to be Kievon. And do they go away from Vaughn? I mean, I don't know. It's <clears throat> it's a tough situation. Props to Shea Petty, um, you know, to, to continue to like take her opportunities and she, she, her time is coming in terms of that 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 paycheck. Like like people don't need to necessarily look at this as a slap in the face. I don't think. I think it's more so a credit to Shea Petty and her willingness to be a team player. And- well, I think, yeah. I I mean, I just think it's one of those situations. It's not a slap in the face. Her time hopefully will come. I don't know how long her, how much longer her career is, right? Because we know it's been, you know. Yeah, she knows who she is. And she's found a home in Phoenix. And she's found a core that, I mean, they were just in the finals last year, you know. And so this has been a great run for Petty in Phoenix. And I would imagine, I'm not speaking for her, that like, all right, you know, I want to run this out as much as I possibly can. Like, let's bring this core back and see what we can do. The problem is, one, can you bring them back to the health of Kia nurse and the health of this roster? And how does that play with your depth? That's the biggest thing. And, and I don't know the answer to that. Oh, totally. I mean, the, look, and to exemplify, that's not the right word to, to shine a light on it. The person on this roster that's most likely to be moved in my mind, right? This is not based off sources or anything else is Kia Vaughn just met in, Obviously, yes, I've heard all the rumors about Brittany Griner. You know, is Brittany Griner going to stay? Blah, 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 blah. Kiavon, right? Like, she's making 110. And 
that's 30k give or take that could be used remember we were talking about it they were going to have a 105 somewhere around that depending on where key and nurse signs but they're going to have you add that 30k to that 105 and now you're inching into a situation where you can sign two players maybe you skim a little bit off the top from key and nurse and she drops it down to a 120 right or a 110 then you definitely have enough space it's going to come down to the fact that they have so much of their roster and I've spoken to agents. I've spoken to GMs and players who have talked about this. The new CBA is going to have a serious impact on the middle-class players of this league because when you have so much money sunk into Diana, Skylar, Brittany, and Bria, you don't have enough money to sign true vets. You have enough money for one or two vets at a very small minimum, and you have enough money to get some rookies on rookie scale. And it's just, I I don't want to speak to if it's going to hamper the overall level of play. What I will speak to is that this is a situation that people have warned about, warned about, and Phoenix is facing it right now. So I'm not even going to talk, like, I guess this is the one conversation we can have. Looking at the bigs who are available, who can they get if they can't get Kiavon to lower that salary, I have to assume they're looking at moving her. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Hartley, Griner, Diggins, Smith, or Tarasi, one of them has to move. Realistically, Kiavon's the one who I think you'd have to be talking to. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm looking at these bigs and I'm trying to think of, like, who could be someone. Maybe a Kalani Brown to replace a Kiavon. Maybe uh mm-hmm. I don't even know. Maybe a Stokes. Maybe, you know, Elizabeth Williams. Um, There's just, there isn't much opportunity. Maybe a Rashonda Gray. You're looking for somebody who's not, who honestly, point blank, isn't going to be getting big offers from other teams. And that's what they need right now to run it back, which is, yeah, yeah, serviceable. That's the word. Any final thoughts for this team? Um, I mean, I realized it was kind of a short episode. I also realized that. There's not much to talk about because I think we covered it all. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's it's difficult. A lot of question marks surrounding Phoenix. I mean, obviously, we know this team has the star power. We know when they're hitting their stride and they're healthy, what they can do. Hopefully, Kia Nurse, you know, is is able to play, is able to play part of the season, is feeling 100%. I, I'm excited that Bria Hartley, you know, will be returning and, and be able to get some consistency back in her play. My God, they definitely needed it. But, yeah, I mean – my biggest question is this going to end up being one of those cap space um, teams that, you know, we end up seeing with, with 10 and, and will they have a head coach by then? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't have a head coach, they're going to do it like uh athletes unlimited style where like, or whatever it is where you would like call the, the fans call the play. <laughs> it, it's just one of those situations where maybe I'm reading something wrong. Maybe, you know, Richard Cohen can pop in on our next episode or DM me and tell me how wrong we were because of X, Y, and Z. I'm sure there's some nuance there that allows them a little bit more room. I'm just looking at it from, you know, a simplistic person's point of view saying, I don't, there, there isn't money somewhere, right? right? Like they just don't have enough space. And that's why I assume Sophie Cunningham, unless something happens with Kevon or, you know, Brittany Griner or Bria Hartley, mm-hmm. I assume something's going to happen. And, and here's the other thing. If you lose a Brittany Griner, if you like, who do you then replace with it? 
I mean, I don't think we need to jump to that por- that aspect of it. No, but I, I think that that's my point more right. so for the Mercury in the sense of like, if the Mercury were looking like, oh, we need to clear some space, let's like, you move a Brittany Griner, you're changing the makeup of this team so drastically that it's no longer a run back. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, just my thoughts. Okay. That was Rachel Galligan. I'm Aria Schwartz, and we'll be back next time for the Atlanta Dream. If you want to sponsor an episode or something else regarding Winsider, email us, info at winsider.com.